Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Well, doggone it. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. Let me tell you. Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, I didn't lose power like so many tens of thousands of others in southeastern Wisconsin and in like the, the, the Milwaukee area. Uh, no, our power was fine. Like, you know, our power like went out for like a split second but came right back on. So it was a couple glitches around here. That was about it. Um, Our spectrum went out for almost four days, about between three and a half and four days. So no cable, no internet, no phone, no nothing. And the 5G that was, you know, that was reaching my phone was damn terrible. I could barely message anyone, you know, like through Messenger or Twitter or whatever. So uh, very frustrating. Couldn't watch anything. Finally figured out Friday night how to watch rampage and i'm like okay i'm gonna figure out i don't care how how long it takes me on my phone to figure out how to watch rampage i'm like it's one hour i can figure this out so i finally figured it out <clears throat> and um i think i only missed a couple minutes of it but what i didn't catch uh i caught through highlights on the old youtube <clears throat> um so, so I'm only going to talk about Rampage tonight. Um, I will, over the course of the next few days, catch up on, on everything I want to um, uh, you know, catch up on. Uh, the AEW Dynamite, there's plenty of good stuff on there. Um, the Last Impact Wrestling. I've been staying up on news pretty good. It's, you know, it's been back and forth with, you know, stuff. Um, so as we get into this, so I'm not, I'm, I'm planning on doing show two shows tonight. Uh, this one, I'm going to try to keep semi short and sweet. <clears throat> I mean, it's an hour long stuff, three matches. So there isn't, I mean, there's stuff to talk about, of course, but there isn't that much stuff to talk about. It's not like we're breaking down a two, three hours long show. So, um, I'm not really going to get into too much news, um, other than what's related to the show itself. So, uh, so as we get into this folks, don't forget, you know what to do. Smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Check out all the links in the description. Uh, give the, uh, the face botch a follow the Twitter box, the Insta neck, uh, there's buymeacoffee.com if you want to tip one of your favorite podcasts. Um, new to this uh, format, if you're watching on YouTube, there is a – now, I'm new, I'm new to all this, so this is going to take me some time to, like, figure out exactly what everything is and what it all does. But there's super chat and super stickers available. So – if you care to tip the podcast that way while I'm live, uh, I'll read your stuff live. Uh, you know, 
either right when it pops up, depending on well, how my brain is functioning, or I'll wait till the next, you know, between segments or whatever. Uh, it's it's a work in progress. This is all new, so it's I'm, I'm excited about that because <clears throat> um, I've seen you know lots of other really well known podcasts have super chat and, and stuff. So it's uh, it it makes me excited that this is now another way that um, my audience can help uh, support the show, you know, um, is it's greatly appreciated no matter what you guys do. If you share it on social media, if you, you buy merch, you, you tip here, you tip there, whatever you do, it's, it's all love. And I, and I appreciate it all. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Spectrum's been screwed up lately. Uh, ab- absolutely. Um, so uh, what else? Oh, uh, speaking of the merch in the link in the description, uh, so between now and what the 17th, yeah, the 17th, um, there's, is it 15? Hang on a second. Let me double check here. 14th through the 17th. That's so weird. Is that right? I guess it is. 15% off? Yes, 15% off. And then uh, right after that, 18th, the 18th through the 20th, I'm not sure why they put these back to back, but I'm not going to complain. I appreciate you know the company giving me discounts to give out to my audience. Uh, if you don't want to take advantage of this sale, <laughs> wait till the... Uh, 18th through the 20th and get 20% off uh, everything in the, uh, so, uh, <laughs> critical sting, give it us play by play on uh, what triple mania. Uh, I thought that was on later. Oh no, that's on right now. That just, that just started. Hey, yeah, they've got some stuff going on with the, uh, Marvel, Marvel Universe, I guess. They've got uh, some kind of sponsorship down south of the border down there. Courtney, what's up? Uh, welcome, everyone. So, all right, um, where to start? Let's start out with the first ever season, I guess you can call this season, uh, I guess season one of Rampage, episode one. I guess that's what they're calling it. It's kind of weird because we've had what three seasons of we're in the third season of uh, dynamite, but this is a completely different show. This is a one hour. All supposed to be all original programming. Sometimes live. Um, sometimes I'm guessing it's going to be pre-recorded, depending on the scheduling, the city. Like I think when they hit Milwaukee for dynamite, I'm guessing they're going to, pre-tape rampage that night is what i'm guessing as opposed to the weekend before uh next friday <laughs> a week from uh friday last night uh is going to be at the united center drum roll for Cult of personality. Oh, yeah. They are going to be screaming it all through downtown Chi-Town, baby. 
because you know who is showing up next week. All right, but before we jump ahead of ourselves here, let's not count our chickens before their pterodactyls or however that saying goes. Uh, let's talk about last night. My goodness. Uh, that was, I mean, for an hour-long show, they crammed a lot of stuff in there, and it was... It, it was cool. You had to have some big names on there. Uh, you had to have titles on the line. And But what's weird is, okay, so I missed out on a lot of the stuff from this past week. You know, the Impact Wrestling episode. Um, I, I heard who Christian is going to face now at Emergence, so I've got that spoiler taken care of. No, I'm not upset about it. I mean, you can only avoid so much. Because uh, I, did, I didn't want to keep up on some stuff. Um, so first, first episode, first match is um, Kenny Omega defending not his AEW uh, title. That's going to be at All Out versus Christian. Okay. But he faced him here for his Impact World title. So I know <laughs> I know that had a lot of fans scratching their head. It was a nice little preview of, you say it's a preview of coming attractions. I know. I, I, I've, I've seen the chat, the private chat in uh, our, our T and I, you know, on Facebook, cause we all rap about latest stuff. Um, we <laughs> Trent is showing up. Yeah. He's going to be front row for the cult of personality. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. No, look, I, some people are upset about Christian winning it. Um, I'm happy about it. It's, a little, I'll say this. I'm not upset, okay? The match was tremendous. The booking has me a little confused, but I'm not like, look, I, I've reached a point in my life, I try not to overthink shit, okay? You know, I try not to be one of those guys because I used to be one of those guys. And you will legit, you will legit drive yourself uh, crazy if you overthink it too much. Um, look, and I've I heard the opinion. I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to call people out. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not like I said. I'm not. I'm not upset about other people's opinions. Some people are upset about because it's not an impact guy. I'm using my quote fingers for those listening on audio. It's not an impact guy winning the belt. It's another AEW guy just coming to Impact Wrestling with our title and bringing it home. But it never really left us. It's not like... <laughs> it's not like Brock Lesnar went back up north for, you know, six months, nine months, whatever, and didn't defend his title. No. Kenny Omega defended his title when he was told to, when he was demanded to, when he was asked to, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
he had some great matches. And he, uh, I feel like he did bring some more eyes to the Impact Wrestling product, but I'm not, I'm not jumping up and down about the numbers that happened. Like the first night was like off the charts. I mean, when over on TNI, our review for for that one when he showed up, or you know, for the pay per view, and then the following Impact Wrestling was our numbers were ridiculous, and that's just an example of you know what kind of eyes were brought to the product so and then the you know numbers dropped off significantly so i don't think i I think it helped but it didn't help in the long run so do i think christian is going to be a game changer no but it's cool to see him back if you if you enjoyed his first run you'll probably appreciate this if you're upset that it's not an impact guy that took it off of Kenny Omega, I don't know what to tell you. Look, and I look, I get it. I get it. You know, that I can understand why that would cause people to be upset. And and I, I respect that. I respect that. I don't share the same sentiments, but but I can respect that. I understand that. Um I can <laughs> I can sympathize. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm not going to be a jerk about it. <laughs> Here's a tissue for your issue. No, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, look, it's I. I heard I don't know how many fans say they wanted it to be Sammy Callahan, you know, in the last pay per view, or they wanted it to be Moose. Or, or whatever, you know, this guy or that guy from, from Impact Wrestling. Um, I mean, there's only a select, like, big few that could pull off that big of a match because Kenny Omega is pretty, you know, pretty top-tier, top-caliber guy as far as being a wrestler. But... Um, you know, and some people are confused why he lost the Impact title first and not the AEW title or some other title first. Like, you know, he's gonna wrestle Andrade tonight. Um, is because Triple Mania's just started as we're live right now, and I, I'm hoping I can catch some of the stream uh, for that. But there's only like a, a couple of matches I really want to. Uh, check out on that. So it's not a you know, <laughs> liver tie situation for me. But later tonight, I am going to be watching in the treehouse, uh, thanks to uh, Truck, the fifth member of our <laughs> fifth member of DNI, of the Beatles, whatever you want to call them. Uh, we love you, Truck. Thank you. Uh, so in the treehouse for uh, Patreon members over on TNI, uh, we're going to be watching Resurgence. And I'll be reviewing it here afterwards. And I know it's going to be late. So if you know, you'll catch it tonight, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, uh, you'll catch it tomorrow if you want to see the results, whatever. But this, this is pretty exciting. This is the first U.S. show in, what, two years <clears throat> for New Japan on U.S. soil. And it's got some pretty big names. And it's, I think we're going to get some surprises, too. So... Pretty excited. If Tanahashi's even saying, look, uh, 
you're going to see a lot more uh, names and faces going back and forth between America and Japan. So that's great to see. You know, that just means more um, surprises, eyes on the product, um, you know, working with other companies and such. So can't wait. All right. So um, <laughs> back to Rampage. Um, so Kenny Omega versus Christian. Christian won the match. I loved this match. I feel like in the 15, between 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was, um, I know the time's down in the description. They told a really good match. And what's funny is the Young Bucks, you know, and the timing of Don Callis and everything, the Young Bucks screwed Kenny. You put it plain and simple, you know? So I'm really curious to see if Kenny's going to be Kenny and or Don Callis. You know, there's all these factors. Is Kenny going to be upset at the Young Bucks? Is Kenny going to be upset at Don Callis's timing? All these things going on. Um, so I can't wait to see what happens with that. Um, but Christian, uh, you know, dealt with uh, <laughs> the hand of uh, being outnumbered, shenanigans, whatever you want to call it. Put up a hell of a fight. Think about it, folks. Let's think about this for a minute. Now, whether you watch the WWE product or not is not this is not really part of the conversation. But Christian came back earlier this year in the Royal Rumble. Had a great in-ring moment with uh, former tag team partner Edge. Then uh, what seemed like later, it's it seemed like he was back, right? And he was cleared and that he was going to be on the active roster with Edge and be with him once in a while, you know, wrestle with him or against him or whatever, you know, <clears throat> be on the program somehow um courtney god bless you you she says you here she watches all the wwe stuff um i don't but that's okay i'm not you know i'm not gonna knock you because i've been back and forth with it you know so um he um he was not offered he was not really offered any contract or in or not offered any part in any storylines or whatever you want to call it only to um later uh just it's like well you know i'm i'm feeling good i'm gonna get cleared here like officially cleared and he jumps to aew and it started out and look, you know, he said he was coming after Kenny Omega. And that, that was one of those things where the classic, oh, he's going to get shot straight to the top. No, thank God he didn't. Um, Just because you say you're coming after, you know, so-and-so when you're right when you get in the company doesn't always mean that's where you're going um, in the storylines. So, no, he worked his way up, which was great to see, you know. He had um, 
He worked his way up the uh, ch charts or whatever you call them, the rankings, if you will, and um, became number one contender. Now, I know a lot of people were upset at the whole thing about Hangman Adam Page losing. Hey, we got some super stickers here. We got, we got, we got Taz. It's Eric. What's up, brother? The lovely lady with the in the picture with you. We know that's Amber Nova, and Brian Feld with a super sticker. Thank you so much, guys. Much love. Greatly appreciated. Tremendous. Awesome. Um, so, so Brian and Taz are tied right now for 99 cents. Who's going to beat them? Um, <laughs> um, thanks for stopping by Taz. Um, so, oh, what the hell was I saying? Oh, just about the Kenny Omega Christian Cage match. Um. Yeah, the, the match was good, and um, I'll say this. For, for it being a little bit confusing, in a way, for some fans, uh, I mean, the fans were into this. The fans were absolutely into this, and they popped when Christian won. They weren't, like, sitting on their elbows – like, oh, he won the Impact title. Whoop-de-doo. No, they popped. They legit popped. And that was so great to see. Um, oh, I was talking about, like, what's going to happen with uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Don Callis. That's what I was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's any fallout from that. You know, will his first loss here affect the Elite? And I said to I said to my friends in the chat, I said, um, um, the hell did I say to him? I told him, I said, well, you know, Christian's wrestling him twice. I said, so I said, Christian Cage is not gonna lose twice. He's absolutely gonna win one of those times. I'm like, otherwise, why would they do it? Because I just look stupid if you lose a bunch of times, you know. Justin Miller, thank you for the super sticker. Much love, brother. Appreciate it. Um, got a three-way tie at the top. Um, so yeah, and then Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy come down to help celebrate and kind of scare off Don Callis and the Young Bucks. And uh, yeah, just just a really great moment. Great crowd pop. Um, yes, Buckshot Kid. I know Triple Mania is on. I'm trying to keep this short and sweet so I can go catch some of it right before research because resurgence starts ten o'clock my time. So that's on in an hour and a half. So I'm only going to catch so much so much of Triple Mania. Um, yeah, it was a little shocking. 
it was a little shocking because you didn't know if they were actually going to pull the trigger, but Scott Demore was there, which made it feel like even more that uh, Christian was going to win. And he went out there and celebrated with him. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, so Christian Cage, your new impact world champion held holding up the belts at the end there. And he is going to be part of the taping that starts what in the, within the next couple days, is it uh, the 15th, 16th and 17th or whatever it is. Um, whatever those, the, the tape is like two or three days of tapings. And, um, and then emergence is, this next Saturday, or no, no, Friday, excuse me, Friday. Crap, I'm going to miss it. My um, my son's playing at a football game. So I'm sadly going to miss Emergence. Maybe I'll watch it out a little bit on my phone live here and there. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I'll catch a little bit of it. We'll see. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it's weird. It's not a Friday night. So, but yeah, um, <laughs> Terrence Sullivan here said Omega uh, sold that unprettier like a like like ten million dollars. Well, it was great because it was done on a chair, and the way he like bounced off of it was priceless. I mean, yeah, he did. He, you know, he did it. He, he sold it well without you know, killing himself in the process. Uh, great to see. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, Christian, your new Impact World title. He'll be at the tapings coming up soon. Will be very interesting to see. Now, I don't take this as, okay, Kenny Omega's done and gone. No, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some kind of aftermath on – impact wrestling to what degree though and how much i have no idea we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see um i mean i hope christian hangs on to it and doesn't just like lose it first day of the tapings which would be a couple episodes from now um we'll see <laughs> who knows <laughs> uh yeah, hopefully he doesn't lose it like cm punk lost his title some 10 plus years ago when he first became world champion and uh, Randy Orton punt kicked the hell out of him and he couldn't even defend his title on the pay-per-view and remember uh, what was that guy's name Ad, Ad, Adam Lee or whatever <laughs> oh my god so funny anyways um, next, we had Miro defending his TNT title against uh, Fuego del Sol. Um, and if he if Fuego won, he would get a contract. And uh, his so his shtick is he's like the master of the tornado DDT, and. For like so long, he wasn't able to do it, but he kept talking about it, kept bragging about it. Then all of a sudden, he's it started kicking in, and he was able to do it, you know, and you know, getting booked to do it or whatever you want to call it. 
um, well, sure as shit, right to kick off the match before the bell even started, he gave Miro a tornado DDT. He gave him like, like one before the bell rang and then two after the bell rang and uh, came this close to beating him. It was great. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Miro, you know, slapped himself or whatever, snapped out of it, and just, he just got mad, and he's like, screw this, I'm going to kill you. So he just, you know, just slaughtered Fuego Del Sol. He took care of him in like a couple minutes, um, which I kind of assumed that was going to happen, but it was fun. I mean, the crowd was the crowd was roaring for Fuego Del Sol. I, I have missed Fuego's matches, so I don't know. I mean, I've seen footage here and there from highlights or whatever of the crowd reacting to Fuego, you know, sign, sign Fuego or, you know, whatever they're chanting. And they love Fuego. And so here's, here's my little history with Fuego, not, not saying personally, but just knowing Fuego. So I've been a fan of Sammy Guevara's for a few years now since, Oh, goodness. 2017-ish, give or take a little bit. Started watching his vlogs. I don't even remember how <clears throat> I started, like, watching him. It was, it was before the time when he was in Impact Wrestling. So I don't remember what it was from. But anyways, <clears throat> started watching his vlogs. And every once in a while, he'd bring up Fuego Del Sol and how much Fuego Del Sol sucks or something like that. It seemed like a rivalry. Come to find out later that he's actually friends with Fuego Del Sol. And I guess Sammy got him a spot on the show during the pandemic. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but this last year plus, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... Fuego becomes part of Sammy's vlogs, even ends up on, <clears throat> what, BTE? A few of those or whatever it was. <clears throat> um, and, man, fans just, fans just, you know, it just latched onto him. And it, you know, it became just like a, <clears throat> a grassroots thing, you know, where the fans slowly build their love and respect for a kid like that. So, so Biro, um, ends up killing Fuego del Sol, beats him, leaves, and the crowd is still chanting and applauding Fuego for fighting so hard, even though he lost. And then all of a sudden, Sammy Guevara's music hits. And Chris Jericho, he was such a, he was really heelish through a majority of the show. It was really weird. So I don't know if they asked him to be a color guy and it just turned more heelish. Um, and it was just to kind of loosen up Mark Henry or something. I don't know what it was, but it, Chris Jericho just seemed really 
different. I mean, he's he's been this way before on commentary, but it was when he was more of a heel. So he's not really a heel anymore. So him acting like this was kind of off, but no, I'm not really complaining. It was just funny. <clears throat> um, and, and speaking of Mark Henry, I felt like he did okay. Um, I'm not like jumping up and down for it, but I feel like it's going to take some time, you know, for him to kind of, you know, slide into the position smoothly and really feel like uh, he's gelling. Like, like uh, Paul White and uh, Shivani is uh, that works really well. If you've heard him on, uh, was it Elevation? That works really well. So Mark Henry, I mean, I'm glad he's there. We'll see if he gets in a ring. Um, but he's he, he's got a few different you know roles in the company. He's kind of a a coach, a mentor, whatever you want to call it. And I know he's got a lot of connections around the country, and AEW is going to use him for that. And it's all beneficial towards you know community work and everything. So um, it's great to see. It's great to see. So so it's not like they hired Mark Henry to just, you know, sit behind a commentary table. No, it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. And you'll see that in the weeks and months to come. You'll see that. Um, <clears throat> same with Big Show, too. Wealth of community service, work, connections, all that stuff. It's all going to help the company grow in popularity across the country, across around the world, really. Um so Sammy comes out, and then Tony Khan follows out Sammy with another clipboard because Miro rips up the other one that was in the ring, the other title that was there. And uh, Tony, like, whispers something to Sammy. Uh, they give each other a hug, and, um, and Tony looks towards the ring, points, and then they 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 switch to Fuego, and Fuego's just got this, you know, look on his face like, what's going on? Now I've heard two different stories, and I'm not going to like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to freak out about this. I'm not going to make a stink out of this. I've heard two different stories. I've heard that what happened in the ring was already known about two weeks ago from all the parties involved. I've also heard that this, what happened on TV, was a shoot and all emotions portrayed in the ring were legit, real, and off the cuff. <clears throat> I like to believe the second option of that, me personally. Um. <laughs> Taz is multitasking. He's watching me and Triple Mania. All right. Good for you, man. Good for you. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a really, really great moment. Sammy Guevara comes down with the clipboard and he's like, look, um, you uh you fought your hardest tonight, and even sometimes in defeat, there's victory. Or he said it something like that. Um and he's like, look, you're like one in 50 in this company as far as his record. 
he's like, but one thing's for damn sure is that the fans love you. And there's just this roar from the crowd. Just this, the pop this kid gets is just, wow. It's really something it's, I'd say it's as big, if not, well, maybe not bigger. It's, you know, depending on the city or whatever, or the moment, um, like Orange Cassidy, my goodness. I mean, that kid gets a pop. Seriously. Big time pop. Um, so Sammy hands him the clipboard. It's a contract. He tells him he's all elite. And uh, they give each other a big old hug. And you can, you can visibly see that Fuego is just very emotional. He's, you know, he's, he's crying. And um, oh, they're they're really close friends, you know. They've been through a lot together, vlogs, um, just surviving this last year through everything that's been going on. You know, they've been close. So, um, what a, what a tremendous moment, especially in front of fans. You know, this, and that's the key thing here. It's in front of fans. Um, cool stuff. So, um. So Fuego del Sol is all elite. And out of so many new faces that we saw over the course of this last year and a half, very few select ones were actually given a contract. Um, most of them were just, um, I mean, for lack of a better word, sent package just because you know, they're not going to take all of them on the road. It's just not possible. T Tony was nice enough to let a lot of them work on a fairly steady basis. Um, and then he'd bring in like a new crop here and there, and then another new crop, another, you know, the next quarter or whatever. Some stayed, some left. Um, I mean, I, I give him a lot, of, a lot of credit for that. You know, putting so many kids to work you, you could say oh well they had all this content and all this stuff okay big picture here it's like i just said tony was keeping people employed he was putting money in people's pocket letting them work tell me what's more important your opinion of the content that might be on youtube or this place or that place or Tony Khan given the opportunity to, for these kids to earn a paycheck. I'll let you guys figure that out for yourselves. It's all a matter of opinion, but I know which one I'd pick. So, so then, um, Oh, what happened then? Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, like what's on the cover here of the video. Uh, they show uh, Darby Allen and Sting up in the rafters of the arena. And it's a really cool classic moment, especially from, you know, what, 20 years ago or 20 plus years ago, I should say, when uh, Sting was in the rafters and uh, he'd, uh, he'd, he'd come down or they would just show him up there with the, the vulture or the crow or whatever, you know, um, Classic, classic. Only this time, Darby Allen was with him. And it's like, they're just waiting. They're just waiting, you know. Uh, it's like something big is going to happen next week, and I'm really excited about it. And I'm even more excited for the fact that 
um, little things are getting teased, you know, between Darby Allen and CM Punk. And the fact that Sting is even involved in this is like, oh, what? It's just, (laughs) it seems like an alternate universe. You know, it really does. Like, okay, you know, the, the, the amount of options here for CM Punk when he comes in are limitless between veterans and like new kids on the block, not the band. You, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> hanging tough. Oh God. Straight out of 88 or whatever the hell year that was. Anyways. Um, no, I was not really a fan of them back in the day. Really. I wasn't. It's just when you hear that on MTV all the time back then, it gets stuck in your head. And it's like, you know, even if you don't like it, you see it so much. It's like, okay, you're just like used to it then, you know. Anyways, so damn, I'm dating myself here. Um, So, yeah, Sting and Darby Allen in the rafters, the ominous looks looking down at the crowd. It was a really cool picture, you know. Um, On to the main event here. Um, Britt Baker defending against Red Velvet. Now, I don't know why I was thinking this. I don't know if I saw this advertised for next week or if this was on the last episode of Dynamite and I missed it. I thought she was facing... Um, Damn. Or maybe that was a week before. Uh, Nyla Rose. I thought I saw it in a preview somewhere. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just losing my mind. But anyways, she faced Red Velvet. Really good main event match. Red Velvet looked great. Um, And I, you know, (laughs) this is one of those things. And I keep preaching this, but, you know, no one listens. (laughs) I'm not some kind of, like, podcasting messiah or anything, but it's like, too many Christmas. Some people just think too damn much. I see all these people losing their minds online about, oh, this was such a confusing match because Velvet, um, not Velvet Sky, Red Velvet. Did I see Velvet Sky earlier? I don't know. Red Velvet was like acting heelish and uh, Britt Baker is a heel, but she was, you know, over like Rover in her hometown. It's like, well, of course she was over in her hometown and guess what she she won in her hometown which is good which is proper which is the way it should be unlike in another company where say it's your birthday where you know the person is going to lose on their birthday or if they're defending their title in their hometown, of course they're going to lose the title in their hometown because that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Germany <laughs> Christmas. This is not difficult, folks. Um, no, it's... Pittsburgh is going to back their girl. Whether another city is going to boo her out of the room or out of the building is whatever, you know, every city is different. Every city has different fans. 
And yes, Mike M in the chat here. Yes, WWE embarrasses hometown talent. They do consistently. It's ridiculous. I don't get it. The, the few times that I've seen them get it right is like just off the top of my head because I've got, you know, CM Punk on the brain lately is when he won in, in his hometown, took the title, blew a kiss to Vince McMahon and ran off into the night. And then, you know, put the title next to his peanut butter and said goodnight. Uh, <laughs> and um, so... So, I mean, they got it right a few times in the past, but, you know, more times not, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, good, a really good match between uh, Red Velvet. She, um, she has really come into her own. She's got charisma. She's got moves, a uh, great, great move set. She looks like a pro in the ring. Um, and Britt Baker since her inception in this brand has done nothing but improve. Even when the chips were down, when she was injured, apparently she's still hurt and or injured. Now I'm not sure to what degree I'm not sure. Cause I mean, her, her, her brace or cast or whatever was like ripped off of her arm, which is like, okay, are you really hurt or is this a gimmick or what's going on? Because I mean, that's pretty crazy. If you know, Number one, you're wrestling and you're hurt that bad that you have to wear a brace and all this stuff. So I don't know. I'm not going to overthink it. That's on them. Same with like Chelsea Green. It's like, what's going on here? But whatever. Uh, teach their own. Um, but yeah, tremendous match back and forth. And uh, it, it's. <laughs> It was kind of funny when uh, Red Velvet was trying to, you know, put Britt Baker's finisher on her with the mandible claw and whatever. But uh, to no avail, then Britt Baker reversed it and used her other good arm, and it, wow, it just, yeah, what a what a great counter, and the break Britt Baker ends up retaining. But then she ends up beating down or starting to beat down Red Velvet after her win. Ch um, I almost said Chelsea Green, Jiminy Christmas, not Chelsea Green. Um, Chris Statlander, who was watching from ringside, like in the first row or whatever, you know, and they showed her ringside a few times, you know, keeping an eye on this match because I guess she's moving up in the rankings too. Um. She got in to help uh, help out Red Velvet, only to be beat down herself from someone all in black in a baseball cap. And it was like, whoa, who's this mystery person? Ends up being Jamie Hayter. Now, apparently she was signed two years ago. And I have to go back and look and see exactly what the details of this were, but I'm not too worried about it. Apparently she was signed two years ago. She was about to come over, then the pandemic happened, and everything went to hell. Well, things finally cleared up to the point now where she was able to come over, and now she is aligned with Britt Baker. So I don't know if she's considered her muscle or what. It seems like she's about the same size as Britt, maybe a little bigger. Not by much. Um, 
But uh, and I've heard nothing but positive about her. Apparently, she changed her look. She's like uh, strawberry blonde now, or blonde, whatever you want to call it. And um, oh, Mike in the chat here says uh, Hater and B Priestley were a team in AEW in the beginning. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. So, yeah, it must have been like a few times I must have missed it, or maybe it was on a different show or a dark or maybe something. I don't know. I have to go back and see. I mean, we've had a lot of wrestling since two years ago. But um, so, uh, yeah, Polar, I hear you. He says, I wish they hadn't let uh, B. Priestley go. Uh, you know, and that was just real bad uh, timing on everything with the pandemic and travel. And so I guess uh, they just let her go. So and there was also some other rumors going around, but I'm not going to get into that because I don't even know half the rumors that were going around about her. It was during the whole speaking out thing or Me Too thing or whatever the hell it was. Um, so, so we get that surprise at the end. Uh, some brand new faces. Um, Jamie Hader is all elite. And so she's new to the roster as well as uh, Fuego del Sol is also all elite. So uh, for an hour long show, they crammed it full of action. Great stuff. Great title defenses. Great you know, moments to pop for, like the Fuego del Sol stuff. Um, Christian Cage winning the Impact title. I mean, the crowd was really into that. They really were. It was great to see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing now is what's going to happen with Christian on Impact Wrestling? We're just going to have to wait and see. What is the aftermath of all that's going to happen and how is it going to affect, you know, emergence? I mean, the card is set. Christian is supposed to face um, Brian Myers. Now, I'm going to go back soon and watch that episode of Impact Wrestling just so I know everything that's going on going into emergence. Of course, we got one more show, but still. Um, but that's it. Great hour. Great first show of AEW Rampage. I absolutely will be doing my best to A, watch them, and B, cover them um, on Friday nights. Now, of course, we got some conflicting stuff going on. Like I said, next Friday, I'm not going to be able to, but hopefully I'll uh, be able to do some post stuff um, later in the weekend like uh, Sunday night-ish, Sunday or Monday, try to catch up on some stuff. Um, so, um, so, so that's that. So tune in later tonight or you can watch the, uh, the replay whenever this weekend. I'm going to be watching Resurgence in about an hour. Whenever that starts, I'm going to double check it. That'll be in the, uh, the tree house. <laughs> The uh, the tier, um, the uh, the the Patreon tiers of uh, TNI is where that's going to be um, shown. 
and um, and then I'm going to be reviewing it live here afterwards if I still have any brain cells. Um, and I don't even have any energy drinks. This is going to be rough. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see. I'll do my best. But it looks like it's a stacked card. Looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, including some impact stars and of course you know new japan but um yeah it looks like some AEW guys in there too like mox so yeah good brothers some surprises moose is on there we'll see so super stoked for that we'll be watching that then reviewing it here on smash this podcast uh good to be back it's been a hell of a week and uh yeah, this next week is just going to be going to get even nuttier. Don't know what the hell to cover first. So a lot of stuff coming. Going to be catching up on some stuff here on the channel soon. I know you, I owe you guys a uh, jacked up jukebox soon. It was supposed to come <laughs> right around the time that um, lost all the power. And it just, uh, the whole week went to hell. So what are you going to do? So much love, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Smash that like button. Smash that sub button on your way out of here. Ring that bell for notifications. Thanks for all the super stickers and uh, all the, the tips on, uh, on YouTube. Much love. I don't know if there was any on the... Uh, oh! R.K. Shuttleworth subbed. For nine months now, he subbed again on the Twitch. Much love. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. A ton. A ton. All right. Let's get out of here. We'll see you guys later tonight. And anything else? Nope. That's it. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Go watch a little bit of triple mania and then uh resurgence and then we'll see you uh when it's done right here on smash this podcast later